0: welcome back everyone to after the checkers with kyle hall i am kyle hall that is the guy that probably doesn't need any introduction whatsoever we'll do it anyways uh that's the wolverine the number 10 of justin vogel uh former national champ i think two or three time street stock tour champ right now is that is that yeah, right two
1: two now yep two, nice yeah. year.
0: and so uh yeah, I'm I'm excited to have you on the show. You're you're a repeat guest on the show. We've had you on quite a while ago and, and we're back on again. So I'm excited to have you on. A couple people to thank before we get rolling real hard here is YourMTH.com and ECS uh uh Mac Johnston down in, in North Branch, ECS Sports, East Central Sports. Uh thank you both both of those guys for being on board with us and and uh supporting the show. And we'll get down at the bottom of the show, we'll get to the to their parts. So um I wanted to have you on kind of early on in the season here and timing just didn't work out. I had other guests and you had other stuff going on as well, but I think the timing actually might be perfect here now, Justin. And so there's, there's kind of three things that that I want to talk to you about now that only one of those would have made sense at the beginning of the year. And so that thing is your wrap. Like you, you've got this bright pink, you know, neon pink wrap, which is, you know, people were like, a pink wrap that's bold yeah. that's bold there buddy and so but it's it's a special thing for that you did this year and so i wanted to give people a you know give you a chance to kind of talk about that a little bit on the show so what is tell us the story
1: behind the wrap and and how that came about all right so um one of our mechanics he's been a longtime friend of mine or he's a part-time mechanic for us he dairy farms um for, for his major- or main job with his family. Um, his wife got diagnosed a couple years back when we kind of had the, it was a more black, but there was a bunch of pink in it car. Um, got diagnosed with breast cancer, his wife Asha. Mm-hmm. And they went through surgery and, or, you know, uh, chemo, all radiation surgery, all that stuff was looking good all summer last year. And then last fall, all of a sudden it was back. And yeah. it was back everywhere. Um. So they started treatment again. Um. Try not to get too worked up, but yeah. But they started treatment again, and cause she, there wasn't a very good chance. But she said, if there's a chance, she's gonna do it. You got to take it. Yep. She was definitely a fighter. Um. And. Yeah, I was doing good so far. (laughs) Um, But unfortunately, she lost that battle um, this spring. And we were sitting there. I was sitting there in the room. um, Basically, as we were waiting for her to go. um, And Dustin asked if I had a color picked out yet. And I was like, well, no. I mean, I was kind of thinking I was just going to go with yellow like I did the year before. Yep. looked sharp and we actually kind of had one side all printed because we were going to replace the right side last year and then it just didn't happen well he goes i think we should probably go with a pink car and i'm like we can definitely do that yeah and justin Tamman and Corey Tamman, they made a pretty cool wrap made a pretty cool memorial on the top yep um and it it turned out really good yeah for those that haven't
0: had the you know haven't gotten down in the pits or watched you race or or noticed you know sometimes you just don't even notice it kind of thing unless you're looking for it uh I have the vantage point where I'm I'm typically at the highest point at the racetrack so I get to see it every damn lap and it's it's a really cool sort of memorial like you said on on the roof of the car and it's I love stuff like that there seems to be there seems to be a lot more of that going on. Not obviously just you, but there's, you know, guys doing throwback raps and 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 the you know, a little small part of the car dedicated to to a a a relative that's passed or a friend that's passed, sure. or or even just a you know, a tribute to to dear old dad who raced a while ago, or or you know, whatever it is kind of a thing. There's there's guys you know, I know Mike Stearns has is, is been doing some stuff for a, for a pal of his and, and yep. there's the racing community continues to step up and just do such amazing, cool things. Um, you know, we, the Jordan Fisher thing, and we like 40 some thousand dollars right. race in a couple of weeks that, you know, when, when the power of, of this, sport gets together and everybody sort of pulls the rope in the same direction. It ma- makes you wonder what would happen. If it, if there wasn't tragedy, you know, if, if it wasn't, if it, if tragedy didn't have to happen in order for everyone to pull the rope the same direction, if everyone just got together and said, Hey, let's, let's put all of this power and all of this energy together and do something awesome. Yep. uh, It would, it's like, we need, someone needs to head that up. We need to figure right. that out. Man. And so, but, No, I wanted to, I wanted, you've had that rap all year and it's, 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 it looked way better a couple months ago than it does now. She's, she's gotten up a little bit. Maybe that's a metaphor, you know, like there's, there's something to that kind of a thing. And so, um, I I didn't know her at all. I didn't know Asha, but I, it's, it, when you do stuff like this, it kind of continues her on a little bit and that, that's a cool thing that you're doing for your buddy and, and your coworker and your, you know, and a friend obviously. And so, uh, good on you for doing that, man. That It's really, really cool. So, okay. So enough of that stuff. Let's, uh, let's talk about you. Second time you've won, it used to be called the Stephas street stock tour. Now it's the dirt race, central street stock tour. And it's, man, I, I, the tours, I say this about every tour, but man, I love this tour. Like, like this tour and the, and the super tour, I think my two favorites, just because in both of those situations, they're so well attended. You guys, there's, you know, I think a lot of the other tours by the, by the third weekend or the, the, even the fourth or fifth race, I'm out of it. I'm not going to tour with those guys anymore, kind of a thing. And, and it's, it's six cars that, that continue on around the rest of the the rest of the tour. And the street stock tour and the super tour, it's 30, 40, 50 cars every single week. And that is it's or every single night. It's not every week. It's and I love that about those two tours. And so um and you were fortunate enough to to have enough luck and enough obviously the skill goes without question, but um take take us through that series a little bit and and from from the beginning, memorable moments that maybe you were like, "Holy crap, that happened! That couldn't have happened better." Or like hard luck stuff where you overcome that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, let you know, like you said, the tour, the tour has really grown uh, the last few years. I mean, in popularity, just not only fan side but drivers. Yeah. The first few years, we had the five or six guys that would follow it hard, and this year, we didn't we probably still had our core probably five to eight cars that, that followed every race. Um, but we had a pile of guys that, that followed over half of it, you know, right. like, which was awesome, you know, because that, that's just huge. It's, it's, it's awesome to race against, you know, 12 to 15 guys that can win, you right. know, or yeah. Um, and that, that part of it was fun. Um, and then, uh, yeah, start off the season, it was started off really good. We were either first or second, almost all, all the time. I mean, we were right there, um, had a lost a couple on the last lap type of deal or won some on the last lap, you know, so it, it was really good. Um, We had a really good, good uh, stretch going. We started in Canby and won there, Um, went to Monty, I believe we won there. Or no, no, it was Canby. Now I'm getting confused. Yeah. It's a long tour, long season. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Long tour, long season, a lot of, lot going on lately. Um, But anyways, we ended up going out to Aberdeen and and we lost a motor in the first makeup feature. And that I thought for sure, I'm like, tour's over with at that yeah. point, you know, like there's a lot of guys right close there in points. Well, fortunately for us they also had bad luck throughout the season and and you know we we came out just a little luckier um frank we we missed two races that night because we blew up in the in the qualifier and then we had a or in the makeup yeah and then we had another feature that night well then we ended up uh brian crandall was hinting at me in the morning that he had a car sitting there and i just finally i was like well what's up you want me to <laughs> Take that thing down there or what? And we took it there and it it wasn't good. It didn't run very good in the heat race. So that the timing was off. Didn't handle very good. We constantly like I, I pulled in after the heat race and I Johnny Carter was standing there and I was like, I'm just I don't know why I brought this here. This is dumb. I don't want to start in the back of a bee and wreck somebody's car, you know. And I'm like, I, I should know. just load up and go home. And he he just gave me this look like We're not doing you don't that. you don't get to do that. Yeah. So that was cool, you know. We kind of overcame that, and we put our heads together and made the car work better. and And we drove from the back up to second, second or third, I think. So that was that was pretty cool. It's what you are
0: maybe. I'm I'm trying to think of people, and that's not like I get to announce all of Wisota. Like I I don't get to see people from far out west or far out east. I get to see Central Minnesota really, really a lot. Of the guys that I get to watch and, and this tour brings, you know, it brings the, the Western guys and it brings the Eastern guys to one, you know, you're all at the same spot a lot of times. And you, you are the first guy that when, when shit has gone bad and you are starting, you know, in the 28th row on the outside kind of a thing. I think a lot of people are like, well, you know, if I can go plus five tonight or if I can go plus 10, well, I'm going to call that, you know, if I get to load it up tonight without damage on it, I'll be happy. And you're never that guy. Like you're, you're always like, well, I only got to pass 27 cars and I'll win, you know, it, <laughs> it's, and it's, you're always the first to go where no one else is. Like, is there, is that an intentional thing? Like, do you, when, when you know that the, you're you have the disadvantage in the in the in a main event are you are you going out there with like no i i 100% have a chance is that your mentality or are you just like i just want to pass one more car one more car one more car
1: um i think when when you're back there there's no pressure um you other than just to keep the car clean yeah but when you're back there you 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 end up behind two or three wide cars and, and, and you, and, and they're, they may be not necessarily slow, but when they're three wide, they're a lot slower. Right. So at that point, you're just, you're searching around you're trying to find something. And when you start that far back, you have to use the whole track. And when you're, you start up front, you don't dare use the whole track. You right. just go until, till someone shows you something faster, you know? So it's definitely an advantage in a way to start in the back Uh, other than having to deal with traffic right I was just gonna say I don't know anyone's gonna say it's
0: an advantage maybe it's maybe you're finding the silver lining in a bad situation I think is what's going on there Justin and so you're and we'll talk about that the next thing we're going to talk about is is maybe the most famous instance of exactly that um but there's throughout the tour is was there a moment where you thought man I have this or are you do you put that stuff out of your mind? I know a lot of drivers that like nope, I'm it's I need to win every single race in order to ensure or is there a time are you doing math, I guess, while you're driving where if if I stay close to that guy, he's not going to gain points on me or he's going to gain one or two points kind of is there are you doing that while
1: you're driving? Not necessarily. My main goal if if I know I need points is just to win. Like yeah. that just you, you don't have to worry about anything else. You just focus on getting as far ahead as you can. You know, if, if I know, if I know that I don't need a win, but I need a good finish, I maybe won't take that chance. You know, like if it's a bottom dominant track, I probably won't pick the outside like I normally do. Sure. Yeah. Um. You know, maybe I'll just settle for second, but very rarely I settle That's for second. That's hard to do. I, yeah. I, exactly. I don't, My like, I know it's, Sometimes we can, as drivers can get kind of selfish and and worry about our own selves. But I, I always try to focus on putting on a show. That's, that's what we're actually here for, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It is entertainment. I've had that conversation
0: with, with anyone that'll listen, to be honest with you about that you know, the, the question is always asked has forever is like, why aren't there more people in the grandstands? How come there's not more cars on the track? How come there's not more sponsors in the billboard? You know, whatever, whatever the question is. And it's, it's because people think we're racing and we're not racing We're it's entertainment. It's, it's the same as a movie theater. It's the same as a bowling alley. Yep. It's the same as the Minnesota Vikings, the twins, the wild. It's exactly it's, it's all exactly the same thing. And in, until our, industry let's call it figures that out on a on a huge scale it it's just going to be racing it's going to be let's let's get together and and be race car guys race car people on a friday saturday sunday night and that's all it's ever going to be and until it's entertainment and and that's what it is you know um now you got me on my soapbox here Justin. (laughs) (laughs) And so we we need to have, you know, races need to be three and a half hours long, like five hour six hour long shows. Is that fun? Drivers hate it. Right. Haters hate it. announcer Like everybody hates it. And, and so we need to figure out how to make races three and a half hours long consistently. And, and is there going to be an outlier where there's a rain delay or there's a big accident? Yep. Yep. That's, that's the same at the football game too, right? If there's, if there's a a bad injury, then there's a 20 minute delay in the middle of it or rain, lightning, whatever it is, there's a delay. That's part of the, that's part of it. But uh, more often than not, we need to figure out how to make three hour shows that are fun and entertaining and engaging that are affordable. And, and, uh, and it's, it's neat to hear a a well-known big name driver like yourself say, man, we're just we're all just dancing monkeys, man. Like we, yeah, I want to win, but there's, if, if I can put on a show while I'm winning, that's better, you know? Right. And so, but very cool. So let's, let's talk about that show. I, I, I sort of hinted at it just a little bit ago uh, the Wasota 100 is coming up. I think as people are watching this, it's, it's either this week or next week that the Wasota 100 starts again. You had a uh, successful Wasota 100 <laughs> last year and uh and it was it was an adventure so for those that don't know the Wisota 100 you there's 3 days of qualifying there's there's you qualify row 1 you are column inside row is is day Good. 1 so if you finish first on the first day of qualifying you're starting pole position if you choose to keep that position you can decline it and then everybody moves up if you finish 10th on day 1 you're starting 10th row on the inside day two qualifying is the outside row and day three is the middle row a lot of times guys like yourself are in points battles because each one of those qualifiers is a is another points paying race for national points right and so your hand was sort of forced last year that you were trying to get a national championship you couldn't take a really good finish on day 1. You had to go all the way to day 3 and hope that you won start front row in the middle. No big deal. Yep. That didn't happen at all. Like you no. you 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 did good, you did good, turned them both down and then day 3 you kicked it into the damn freaking weeds and yep. it, in the B main and and all of a sudden not not a front row or second row start in the middle it's a, it's a 30th row start. Like, right. yeah, not 30th row, I guess, but I think you started like 27 think, or something. Yeah. I think so. Yep. Yeah. And so brings us back to that conversation we had just a second ago is when you roll out onto the track and you know, you're starting a ways back, do you, do you just see what you can get? Or do you go try to win the damn thing? Well, You went where no one else, like you went to the wall and sprint card that bitch. Like you just flat, like, I don't know that you were lifting. Like it was so much fun to watch because you were, the drivers you were passing had to be like, what the hell is he doing up there? Like, Like, it was just crazy to watch. And so, um, so take us, what, what was your thought process knowing, I guess, let's go back to day three qualifying when like, well, that didn't go as planned because you were in
1: a crash, correct? And you didn't yep. even finish the qualifying race. No, we wrecked in a heat race. Yeah. Yeah. So then we ended up having to run a B. I don't remember where we started in that. I think we ended up winning that. Yep. Um, yeah. And then we started in the back of the feature and everyone was running middle bottom and I was just looking at that top, just calling my name up there and It wasn't real pretty up there it was kind of dirty and but there was traction underneath and i just started laying it in there and um and it started hooking up and it it like ah, probably three quarters of the way through the race i kind of i got a little scared and one and two i should say i don't know if it was scared or just a little nervous i didn't want to fence it because i was like i'm doing pretty good maybe i should back off a little well i started backing off and then it started not working, you know? And so then I started having to put it, put it in there harder again. And that was about the only thing that would, that, that it would work up there. Yeah. We actually made a pass for a lead coming out of two at one point, And the caution came out. If I, I don't know, I, I would, I would say if, if that wouldn't have happened, I think we would have had it. I know I think every would have driver true. in the world has said that before, but yeah. But I think we were, we were in pretty good shape at that point. Yeah, no, it was
0: as an announcer, as a spectator, I'm just a, just a professional spectator is the way I was think of myself. You're, you're watching obviously the lead, like you're, you're watching the top three, four guys going back and forth. And all of a sudden there was a moment where I kind of like through the field, like as an announcer, you, you're sort of trained, you're, it's your job to find something exciting. And if, if the lead is single file or if they're you know five cars apart from each other that's not exciting anymore and so you go find something and there was a moment of like like freaking Vogel's tenth. like what right. like how the hell where did that come from and and then all of a sudden it was like hey did you like guys look at this and and you were like coming down the straightaways twice as fast as everyone like it was yeah.
1: just down off the that, top of the hill that's just- the thing about Fergus it's it is so far around up there, but you're going, you know, 20, 30 miles an hour faster than everyone on the straightaway. Yeah. 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 So it, And it's, it takes, it's nerve wracking, you know, you're running right on the wall and they're coming up and yeah. you, you hope, you hope they saw you in the corner when you went blazing in there next to them, you know, yeah, so they leave you a little bit of room because that can get dangerous for, for both drivers. Yeah. If, if there's
0: not a little give and take going on there, then, then, then bad things are going to happen so flash flash forward there's a caution you pass for the lead yellow comes out i think you actually went all the way back to like third or fourth because you yep. had passed that many guys in in two laps yep. uh, or one lap i guess and so you yeah there were like
1: six of us that were just like in okay. a pile ready. yeah it was crazy
0: yeah. um and I, it maybe was five laps to the finish or something like that. At that point, not, not a lot of laps left, but the trouble is for you is they've all looked up at the scoreboard and went, dude started 27th. And so now, it now they know you're there. There is no more surprise sneak attack right. on the high side. Cause you just passed them all on the high side. And so. Tell us about that restart. If you, if you recall, and then. How did the race end? Like that's the, that's the heartbreaker of the whole deal.
1: (laughs) So we, uh, um, we'll go back to that heat race. We wrecked in the heat race and bent a rear end and Ty Hagen was nice enough to let us use his spare rear end. So we start that restart then. And, um, I, if it wouldn't have been the Wissota 100, I think Dykoff would have gave me a little room but he wanted to win his first first photo 100. So he wasn't giving me any room. And I knew that I had one, one shot maybe at the lead. um, um, One time there after that restart, I got next to him coming out of two and I just backed off because I knew he was coming all the way up and I followed in behind him. And all of a sudden last minute, he turns out of the way coming into three and there's a car sitting in the opening And I smoke him with the right rear Yeah, and rip the whole rear bumper off and collect Kyle uh, Anderson and Eric Riley behind me. And, and then uh, I, you know, nobody, nobody at this point knows what's going on. Nobody knew that that car was sitting there. No, nobody. Like on the spectator side, we were like,
0: did he just hit the wall? Like, did he just hit the opening? How the hell did that happen?
1: Nobody knew what happened. So then we pulled down to the infield and like I was, I was a little irate at the crew and just because like, how'd that get missed? You know, I, I thought, I thought the driver like drove out there. Well, he actually ended up hitting the wall and split into the opening and nobody knew that he was there You know, and there was rain coming and there was just, there was so many things going on at that point. So I got out of the car and gave, gave Brian one of these, you know, like what, what happened, you know? And, and I started driving off and then, and then, It started raining at that point too, and all of a sudden, luckily, I still had my race receiver in. And they said, "Vogel, stay out here." And then they then they call off the they finished the race at that point, and I ended up third. Yeah, Um, that was that was pretty cool.
0: Yeah, like checkered, it was checkered flagged at that moment because the rain, like there was enough rain, fast enough where the track it wasn't
1: going to get dried yeah and a, and and that was just it was just a bad deal all around, you know, there's how many cars that got taken out, yeah, you know, because no one saw that car sitting right. there, you know yep. just and a, it's just a I bad blame, deal all around I blame you, uh
0: because if if you had too high <laughs> if you, it, well, no, not at all, not your racing whatsoever. had you not been as exciting to watch as you were, people would have watched something
1: else. <laughs> Right. I mean, I'm sure that that there was quite a battle going on up front, you know, that that probably, that probably can happen too, you know, with track workers watching, you know, you, they're all race fans too. I mean, exactly. no doubt. I mean, that, that's probably how, how calls get missed. You know, it's just, we're human. Yeah, for sure. And when there's something exciting happening, you're,
0: you're watching something exciting happening and whether that doesn't matter again, going back to being the announcer, sometimes the lead is the most boring thing there is to watch like right. you know, if you're out by eight seconds in front that's not fun to watch and so you find the battle for fifth and sixth and seventh and eighth where there's four cars swapping back and forth and slide jobbing exactly. and bumping into each other that's better to watch than a guy that's eight seconds ahead and right and like you pointed out there was four or five guys that one of you had to win and and five or four or five of you weren't gonna win and it was gonna suck because all five or four of you deserve to win that race it was was so amazing to watch and so so it brings up the question this year do do you just take day one and start on the inside row on the in the first couple rows or do you would you do the same thing
1: again knowing the risks um well i guess i always have known the risks and um last year was just a good example of it it kind of depends on where we're at in points you know we're mm-hmm. we're we're close right now um we had a really good week last week um and then we ended the week not quite as good yeah so we lost, lost some points probably to to Braden and tucker maybe um so it, that's been kind of going back and forth we need to click off some wins and uh and see we'll where see where we're, where we're at Yeah. That week and and kind of make a decision there. The good news is in
0: that is that the other two or three or four guys that you're racing for the national championship, they all got to play the same game. And so it's, it's not as if, I mean, I guess they don't have to, but advantage you then, right. If, if somebody, if, if one of you takes or a couple of you take a day one opportunity, and and some of the others take day two and day three well there's there's two extra races uh, you right. know that could, that could potentially be good points races kind of thing and right. so that's the other thing is it's at this point in the season like a first or a second are really the only things that are going to help you yep. get points on somebody you're you're throwing i would imagine you're throwing away you know seconds and thirds at this point when you get right. a first place and so it's uh it's all, it's all this big math formula. Do you figure it out? Like if, if I get,
1: or do you just race and I, wherever it lands? I, I kind of do. I, I've been paying attention a little bit at the end here, but I, I just know, I know I need more wins to, to catch them no matter what. Yeah. Um, The one thing, one advantage I do have is racing all the tour races and stuff we have. Uh, not, I will not maybe not all of our shows. All, probably all, but two are all full show point shows so yep you get the full three point bonus right we got an advantage that way but we're just behind on wins compared to both of them yep um so we just we just need to click off some wins and get rid of some well there there's there might be a fourth or something left but otherwise yes seconds and thirds we're throwing out you know yeah yep i think this year in particular in in several classes
0: there's that the show points are going to matter a lot this year in, in, uh, in several classes when it comes down to the national championship kind of things, because there's some guys that have, that have won a ton of races with, with, with small car counts, which which gets you, I mean, it's a win it's 110 points, but somebody else can get a win and it's 113 points, right. Same win, different amount of points kind of thing, you know? And so like, it's that it, it pays to go race, with a lot of people and win. And so, right. Um, very cool. So, uh, we move on to, we are kind of done with that part of it. We move on to the yourmth.com rapid fire questions, which is, as you know, five questions that may or may not have to do with racing. So, uh, whole thing is brought to you by, by Minnesota truck headquarters, which by now everybody knows who Minnesota truck headquarters oh, yeah. is the the Jordette's Matt and Mike, uh, just do a phenomenal job. And I think they've just opened up their sixth location and, and just amazing, amazing vehicles and great deals and great people to work with that are they're, they're patriotic. They're, they're massive race fans. Like they oh, just yeah. every, there isn't a race anywhere that you don't see a MTH logo or something right somebody's car or a billboard or in the purse for extra money or whatever it is and so um i can't thank those guys enough for all they do for this show and for racing in general so uh question number one for justin vogel the wolverine is uh mexican or chinese mexican mexican yeah i'm i'm uh as a fat guy i'm both and so (laughs) yeah uh Like, let's do, like, the Chinese place in Brainerd is closed on Mondays, and so let's do Mexican on Monday and then Chinese some other night. (laughs) There you go. um, Who, this is a tough one. This is going to require some thought and some, uh, maybe, maybe we'll find out how political Justin Vogel is. Who are the top five drivers today in the street stock class? I don't mean in points. Yeah. I don't mean in points who, who are the best five who drivers? Who are the best? Yeah.
1: Um, I would have Justin to say Vogel nervous. I would have to say um, Braden and Tucker um, are very competitive. Colton um, Brower. He's also, I mean, yeah. all all of them, either uh, one of them can win. How can those win. two
0: brothers be doing what they're doing? It's so oh, crazy. Yeah. They're,
1: yeah, they're, they're putting on the miles and and working hard and they're getting it done. So yeah. Pretty pretty impressive for as young as they are. Right. That's um, the other thing, too, is they're they're like children. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> um I'm trying to think of who pops out. Johnny, he's always you you never know what with Johnny. He's he's gonna be right there at the end of the race. Yeah. You you think you think you might have a one and all of a sudden there he comes, you know, he gets by on the last lap and yep, he, he's just consistently good. Um, except he just sold his car. So I don't know. Um, he's moving up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what his plan is. Um, that's, that's some breaking news right there. That's interesting. I'm trying to think of who else pops, pops out. That's just con- been, there's, I mean, there's so many that are, that have been very good all yeah. all year. It's Just a super that are that are most class. consistent. Yeah, uh, Nick Trainer, he's been very well also yeah. this year. Yep, um, I mean he's always been real good, but this year he raced a lot more in the streeter, and it definitely shows. You know, there's um,
0: I, I go back to the to the little dream. Like that's that's obviously the best of the best. There's there's a lot of guys that have sort of made their mark. I think maybe you know they're not up in points necessarily because maybe just don't they don't race as often as a lot of you guys do uh Caden Woody is is kind of an up-and-comer in your guys's class uh not an up-and-comer but a guy that's been around is uh is Jeanette uh is super fast guy there's your your class uh, along with probably the b mods are deep classes yep. odds. I mean, there's a, like almost every class has got. There's when when right. every when everybody gets together at the same track during a tour race or during the 100 something like that. It's awful deep. Like they're yep. like you, you know who do you pick? Like if you're right. we as a spectator when I'm just watching and not working, we there's always a bet going on and it's usually a dime or a or a starburst. Like we we bet yep. starburst back and forth. And who do you like when, when the, when the Soda 100 rolls out onto the track, who do you, who do you pick to win that race? Like right. there's, there's literally 15 people that yep. that should win it. And then there's 15 other people that absolutely
1: can win it because of, right. because of circumstance, yep. you know? And so well, it prime is. A example of that is like um, Dominic Plateau. He, he's done, um, or Plato. I don't remember how Plato. he says it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, um but he there was one night in monty um me and mike Jans, which me and mike are always top runners there yeah we couldn't touch him you know we until we we had a caution and we kind of had we got to settle down a little bit and and then then we got him you know that and that was probably experience more than anything we we knew how much harder we could go into the corner versus he being unexperienced didn't know exactly how I was hard just to gonna there, say you know? guys have
0: a hundred thousand laps and he has right. like, uh, 150 laps and so right. there's, there's uh it, and plus when when you look up at the score if you're a new driver and you look up at the scoreboard and the 10 is on it you're like
1: well, <laughs> there's, there, there's nothing worse even for me like when you, you listen to who's behind you and during the lineups yeah right and if you know you know like one of them isn't as good you know you don't have to you only have to worry about somebody passing you on one side maybe right but when you know they're both good or they're both capable of passing you for sure block the whole track it's yeah it's like which side are they going to be coming on yeah yep
0: yep and so yeah that's when you just run like you just get away get a great start and hopefully you get a two car length lead before the first turn and they can't slide you or bump you or whatever it is you know so yep. um okay so number three of the your rapid fire questions is uh do you make decisions with the head or the heart meaning mm-hmm. is that is that a are you logical or emotional about decisions
1: oh that's i would say both i mean there it kind of depends on the situation um I I definitely probably lead by my heart a lot more yeah. than I do um, most decisions. But <laughs> I'm I'm picturing I'm picturing
0: the national banquet, and you're you're sort of uh, you're you're famously emotional. Like you're, oh you're, yeah, yeah. You you and Tyler Peterson are you like to cry in front of a lot of just people. Turned into a big baby up yeah, there. Which yeah, it was okay. Yeah, yep. it's a hundred percent
1: okay. I just I just own it because it just. That's just the way I am. It, I it, mean, that's it, just just like when I win, when I win a a two hundred dollar regular feature, it's just as exciting for me as winning, you know, a Wasoda one hundred. I mean, it's yeah. it's it's not, but it is. I I'm 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 thrilled, and I think I think that's. I mean, you you go anywhere I go race, and I've had so many people tell me they're like, people just cheer when you win like you win a lot and people still cheer you know yeah. they're not booing or whatever and yeah. i think that goes to the to the me putting on a show thing versus you know me being yeah. more selfish or whatever in your
0: um i will <clears throat> i will talk about that for a second is that you're i think the reason for that is you're you're always positive like you're not online being an asshole to people uh you do put on a show when you're on the racetrack, whether it's even if you're startup front, you're, you're you're, to watch you is fun. Like you're, you're an exciting driver to watch. And when you do get your ass kicked, you're over there shaking their hand and, and, and you're like, man, hi, that was a great race. Thanks. Thanks for the great race. You beat me and that's good on you kind of thing. And so, um, that, that's why, that's why people are excited to put a 10 sweatshirt on or, or, you know, whatever like, you, you got a bunch of big burly men this year wearing bright pink sweatshirts, yep. at the grandstands, you know? It's awesome. Yeah. And that, it's really, really cool. We got, so, we got a bunch of them. So come down at the 100 and get them. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I have an idea about that for next season too. Like I'll, I'm not going to say it on here because it's not a public consumption, but I'll tell you after we're done. So, hey. um, what is uh justin vogel's pet peeve what's something that just gets under your skin really fast um
1: doesn't even have to be racing thing just don't lie to me be truthful yeah yeah that that's a good way to forever make me not like you yes no that's perfect yeah I'd, i'd
0: rather hear a hard truth than a than a than a sugar-coated lie like yeah i'm with you man i'm with you so uh today you're told this is your last day on earth for whatever reason you're told you got 24 hours how do you spend that day
1: oof i don't know i'd have to i don't know Honestly, at this point, I've never been to Alaska, so I've, I'd go to Alaska. Yeah, just time shift to Alaska and, and, yep. and go spend some time. Why Alaska? That's interesting. I've just seen so much, you know, beauty and yeah. in the mountains and the wildlife and all that. I just, I want to see that, want to experience yeah. that. No, that's, I'm with you, man. Like
0: I, on sort of on my retirement, hopefully before I'm too old to enjoy it kind of thing is I want to do an Alaskan cruise. Like I'm yep. not so keen on, you know, drop me off in an airplane 200 miles into the wilderness. I don't, I don't necessarily want that. I'm not that yep. outdoorsy, but like a, an Alaskan cruise, like up the coast where there's like, I've seen pictures of that and yep. it just looks pretend it looks, yeah, it doesn't even exactly. look, real. it's so beautiful, you know? Yep. And so, yeah, no, I'm, I, I'm with you on the Alaska thing. That would be pretty cool. So Okay, so that's the ORMTH.com rapid-fire questions. Last section, and then we'll get you going, is the East Central Sports pay-it-forward question. This is, as you know, as a previous guest and a guy that watches the show, my last guest gets to ask you a question, you get to ask my next guest a question. My last guest was maybe uh, the next national champion, and you guys might get to share the stage, if, if you can get there and he can stay there, he's leading national points right now, uh, in the pierstock class, a guy from Bemidji, Minnesota. Uh, and we talked about the new race coming up, the, the AFCO MPH invitational that's going on up there, which is the more I hear about it, the more I like that race. Like there is, there's some, some confusion about what that race is going to be. I'm telling you people it's going to be freaking awesome. And so, um, Anyways, he's from Bemidji. He's the points leader at the track, you know, track points leader. And he's the national points leader. And And his question for you is, do you know how many wins you have? How many career Justin Vogel wins
1: are there? I don't have a clue. No clue. I, unfortunately, I I didn't keep record, you know, early on. Um, I, Ron Krogh is probably the only one that probably has the most detailed record um one day i'm probably gonna have to sit down with ron and go through his notebook and yeah see if we can figure it out but i know i know he figures i'm somewhere around that 180 i think um for feature wins yeah so. yeah when it, when you hear that that's
0: a huge number and yet you're 700 behind some other drivers <laughs> like that's
1: crazy to yeah. think
0: about. It's crazy and so, uh, no, that I would agree. Like you're like, you're in that, you have to be in that 200 range. Cause how long have you raced?
1: Uh, I've been racing since 2006. Yeah. So, so that's,
0: that's a long time. And, and that's, it's an impressive number in that, in that amount of time. So right. okay. and in one class, <laughs> in one class, which is, it's a, that's a question before we even get to the, to the, who are you going to ask is, is, is
1: 2024 in a street stock? there's a good chance um i have a super stock sitting here and everyone's like when are you gonna get that out and it's like i don't know i'm just having so much fun in the street stock class and i i see there's a lot of a lot of guys that have moved up or you know they call it moving up or whatever they're and they're struggling and they just they hate racing and they don't want to they don't want to go and i i still other than doing tire work and stuff i mean nobody wants to do that but yeah I'm excited to go to the racetrack every single day and I really don't want to lose that. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. I, it'd be fun to get the super out. Dad really wants me to get it out. He spent some money on it and we should probably get it out. Um, so hopefully it I can find fun some time for, to burn. It, it. You gotta, you gotta bring it to a special
0: somewhere and give it a whirl, right? I mean, that's the yeah. only way you're going to know is go get in it. Yep. some laps, some competitive laps and see if it still lights your fire. Like it, like right. the tweeter does, you know, Yep. maybe. I'm sure. Yes. Why wouldn't it? I know where there's like in the, after the 100, I know where there's a special where like we could, we could reserve two spots for you. Yeah, I would, I would love to call a super stock race with you in it, man. That would be awesome. So, um, or maybe the 100, maybe you debut it at the biggest race of the damn year. <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> That always seems like a smart idea, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, that seems super smart, Kyle.
0: Um, okay, so the pay it forward thing is um, this sort of up and coming phenom of a driver is young, I think she is, she is 16 year old, pure stock driver, kind of lighting the world on fire, super popular, like yourself, um, kind of looks up to another female driver, Ashley Merriworth, who is extraordinarily popular in Wasota circles. Sophie Anderson is her name, young girl, kind of taking the same path uh, that Ashley did, you know, we're, you know, doing the smaller classes and and maybe we'll find out she's going to be my next interview if her plan is to move up or, or be in one class her whole career. So um, what would, what would your question for, for Sophie Anderson be?
1: Oh, my question for Sophie. Hmm. I always feel what, bad for you guys. What's the, right. What makes you, what, what drives you to want to race? That's what's, awesome. What's your, what's your fuel for racing? What, what pushes you? And, and I, at saying that, I kind of want to touch on, on, um, those couple girls there. Yeah. So I've, I've been friends with Ashley forever. Um, basically when she, I don't know how old she was, probably about Sophie's age when I first, you know started watching her race and seeing her do good and they both have that same passion um actually kennedy swan the same kind of the same that's deal they the same when when they have a bad race I, I remember one night i in wilmer ashley was all teared up and she was mad you know frustrated that she didn't do good and i said that's that's what you need in this heck yeah you know and I've seen, I've seen that in all of those girls. So that that's their driving force too. I mean, you, you have to want it, you know? Yeah, no, they're, and they I definitely want you. it. And, it shows. and it's,
0: it's, I think we're one of the sports where it doesn't matter. what if you're a boy or girl, doesn't it doesn't matter. Like it's, it's, can you wheel the damn car? But it's unfortunately still harder to,
1: to do it as a girl. And, yep. and, uh, Girls seem to naturally be a little I don't know if it'd be nicer, they just don't they don't want to wreck their stuff, they don't want to wreck anybody else's stuff. Not that any of us do, but I I don't know, maybe boys just don't have the I think there's less aggression. Yeah,
0: there's I think it's just aggression. Like like women tend to be less aggressive in all aspects of life. Uh whereas we tend to be a lot more stupid that
1: yep. there's, there's <laughs> exactly. something magical
0: about a helmet they, that makes people stupid. They and, think uh, a little more. Yeah. Uh, but even at it's, it's harder to be in the pits. Like you can't, can't just change clothes like a guy they'll strip right. down to their underwear. A woman can't do that. Like, a uh, yep. uh, it's harder to get respect when you're out on the right. racetrack. If you, if you're, if you're rolling into turn number one and, and she's on the inside of you, There's there's not a guy in the world. You might be the least sexist. You've got a wife, a mom, and 14 daughters. Yep. You 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 like oh, she's gonna come up and go right in front of me and take me out of this race. Well, there's there's a bunch of women that are absolutely proving that wrong. That are out there. Kennedy just got her first win last as we're recording this last Sunday night, and she it there wasn't a question mark whether kennedy won that race or not she won it by freaking 10 seconds over over a couple guys that Donnie ishens shane sabraski uh you know jake smith pick a car there was some big horsepower in the race and she drove away from ashley is the same thing ashley's she's a, like a phenomenal driver and Kennedy. Yep. And, and I'm, I'm excited to get to know Sophie as well, because I've never met her. I've never talked to her, but yep. if you have and you see the same things as you see in those other two girls, oh, yeah. there's, there's some, there's, that's fun to watch as a, as of, an there. yeah, that's awesome. So very cool. That's a great question, man. What, what, what drives you? And so um, I appreciate you taking the time. Good luck the rest of the season. Keep it, on the damn rubber <laughs> try, right? try to keep the car clean you've had nothing but bad luck and you keep overcoming it again and again and again and again and uh i wish you best of luck i'm 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 not gonna say i i hope you win the championship i i just say that i i hope all three or four or five of you that that can t- potentially i hope that you all stay you know the car stays healthy and you stay healthy and that it comes down to the last lap of the last race and it and it's whoever finishes higher like that's my favorite kind of championship yep. so exactly um
1: you I, saying that kind of brings up I forgot about Maria too she's been kicking some serious ass yes uh this year too so that's been fun yes to see there's
0: a bunch like there's um maybe it's time to do that again the my very first year of this show we I had in the month of October is always you know Breast Cancer Awareness Month and and maybe we need to have a, a an all women series yeah, of, of be cool. shows again so it's uh we might talk about that again so awesome I I appreciate you being on the show again Justin best of luck uh getting things together and and I can't wait to see you soon thanks thanks for having me you bet that's Justin Vogel on After the Checkers everybody.